Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives, all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. Anybody in this world can put their hand on Jesus who wants to. What you do when you, when you admit that you are guilty and he was innocent, you, like that man in the Old Testament, put your hand on the head of that lamb and your sins are taken away, just like that man's sins were. That's the only way out of here alive, people. There is no other way. There is no other way to get out of this planet. I don't really care what anybody teaches. I don't care what you see on TV. Please forgive me. I don't care. I've known God long enough now, it don't really matter to me what you think at all, and I don't mean that bad. I don't mean that bad, I don't mean to be, you know, obstinate, but it doesn't really matter. He left heaven to come down here innocent. It's the only, that's what sets apart Christianity from every other religion. Every other religion, you can earn your way. But in this one, you have to yield. You have to say, God's right and I'm wrong. That's why when religion attacks your life, you'll become driven. And you'll perform and want people to say you're doing a good job, but never be satisfied. Because your satisfaction cannot come from your performance, how well you do anything. It has to come from knowing he gave his life for you. And that's when you get the nature change and you begin to live differently. If you don't have the nature change, you need to go back to the altar and put your hand on the lamb. The man sighed deeply as he feels the burden slipping from his shoulders. He is now forgiven. How far can this go? How far does it reach? You know, some people think they're too bad and they can't get back. I would say, how large was the altar? How, how large was the altar? You know, that altar had four corners, right? But so did the cross. The compass has four directions. It reached fully in either direction it was pointing. It's all covered at the altar. He's labeled to save to the uttermost. God has made a way to save every single person that wants to. Please forgive me. If you go to hell, it's because you want to go. End of story. Nobody's got to go. You don't even have to be all squared up to go. You just got to admit God's right and you're wrong and receive that the lamb that was slain and lay your hand on his head and pray the prayer and all your sins are transferred to him.
the altar was replaced with a cross. Anyone who concedes to the truth may come to the cross and put their hand on the lamb. If you would, turn to Isaiah 53, please. Can you put that up there, sister? I'd be very grateful. This was written about 700 years before he came, roughly. Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? That would be God's strength. For he shall grow up, just think of Jesus. Now remember, this was 700 years before he got here. The Bible works. Don't, don't let anybody tell you it's not accurate either. That's a whole other topic. He shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no former commonness that we should see him. There, there is the beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. And he was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken and smitten of God and afflicted. Got to pause there for a minute. You realize how many things are hidden that God does that we misread. Just, just a side note. They didn't even recognize him when he came. He was hidden in plain sight. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed. He was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He was brought as a lamb to the slaughter, as a sheep before shears is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. Who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living for the transgression of my people. He was stricken. He made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Because he had, had no, done no violence, and neither was any deceit in his mouth. This is what had to be done, people. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He put to him grief, and when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed and prolong his days. That's us. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. That's what happened. He was satisfied with what he did over me and you. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear the iniquities. Therefore I will divide him a portion with the great. Jesus bad, I'm teasing, but... I mean, he sits at the right hand. 
of God. Got a name above every name because of what he did. And divide him a portion with the great. He shall divide the spoil with the strong because he has poured out his soul unto death. He was numbered with the transgressors. And he bare the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. My God. That's what he did. Now I'm here this morning to tell you that I'm sure almost everybody has, but if you have not put your hand on the head of that lamb, today is your day. If you never understood that an innocent man had to die for all the guilty ones, it's just been explained to you. If you're saved already, it should up your salvation because of the picture God painted of the death and the bloodshed of somebody so you didn't have to die. So this morning, if you have not made Jesus your Savior and you do not know what, what I'm talking about, today is an opportunity for you to be saved. You won't understand everything, but you'll understand you're going to heaven. And you'll understand that every single thing you ever did wrong will be forgiven of you by the blood of Jesus that was shed. He was the lamb who was crucified. He was the one who died so you didn't have to. Now, if you would like to pray that prayer, I would like you to stand to pray that prayer. Everybody knew when you brought a, a lamb to the altar what you wanted. It wasn't a private meeting with the priest. The altar was in the first part. It was right there when you got through the gate, there was the altar. And everybody knew that you needed forgiveness and it was, you, you couldn't be ashamed or hide or do it privately. You did it publicly. So if that is you, I would like you to stand to your feet this morning. If you don't believe you're going to heaven or you're not sure you're going to heaven, today is the day to secure that up. The Bible says today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. This is not a day to be stubborn or stiff-necked. It's God's goodness being extended to you, not his wrath. God is in the saving business, not in the destroying business. There'll come a day when he incarcerates evil permanently. It's, it's overdue you know, to me. I'll be glad when he incarcerates everything that's not right. I don't need a knowledge of evil. I was telling somebody this week, I don't have to know evil to enjoy good. I don't. I don't need a big revelation of what's wrong to know what's right. I, I just, I, lo I, go, I know God's right. So whatever he says is okay with me. So if that's you this morning, please stand to your feet. I feel like God is extending his hand some more in the, in the time we're living in. God does not want people lost. You know, guys and gals, if you want to, you know, you can compare it to the ark. It had a door. And you can compare it to the virgins. 
that couldn't get back in. There is a finality in life. Everybody's ark's door will shut someday. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. In chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John, God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other means than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.mfcministries.net. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.mfcministries.net. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283. That number again, 001-304-292-7283. Or write MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time, here on this station, for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right. <music>